Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi folks, it's Tino here, host of the Celtic Exchange. What you're about to hear is the opening few minutes of this week's Celtic Exchange Weekly. If you like what you're listening to and want to enjoy the hour-long episode in full this week and every week, then jump to theceltichexchange.com slash plus right now to start your free seven-day trial and we'll see you back here in just a few minutes. The Celtic Exchange, a fresh insight on Celtic Football Club. It's been International Week once again, but there's always stuff to cover in the world of Celtic, and we'll be doing just that right here over the next hour or so. This is the Celtic Exchange Weekly, this is Tino, and this week I'm joined by James and Paddy as we cover all things Celtic. James, a whole bundle of Celtic players have been away on international duty. How have you enjoyed the latest break? I don't enjoy them at all, truth be told. Um, obviously I do want Scotland to do well, but I'm just more interested in Celtic, I suppose. That's that's my, my take on it. But it's good for their development. But then it's also you've got Calmac banging in another nearly 180 minutes. So um, rumours of Palmer maybe picking up an orc, all these things that worry, you know. So international football series, they accept that. It's good Just that it wasn't. Yeah. Um, James mentioned there, Paddy, Callum McGregor, 90 minutes against Georgia. Got a wee break uh, against Norway, 89 minutes against them. Yeah, it's... Um, I, I, we're not surprised, you know, like why uh, there's... Subs get made with three, four minutes to go and a dead rubber uh, just baffles me, yeah. to be honest. Especially <laughs> leaving Shanklin on the bench when you maybe need a goal. Aye, you want to see how the guy's going to do after yeah. your man Brown missing an absolute oh, sitter as well. Um, Armstrong spared his blushes there, didn't he? Big time, big time. I just, I find that a little bit baffling and almost just like a wee, I don't know, fingers up to what we're doing oh. domestically, possibly. I'll do what I want. Aye, pretty much. <laughs> It was a strange move. That like, I don't really want to get into too much of the Scotland stuff, but to start the fella, is it Jacob Brown? Uh-huh. Plays for Luton. He scored something like 40 goals and 150-odd appearances at football. He seems an all right kind of player. He works hard. You know, he, he was a willing worker, but he just looked like he had no quality and yeah. that he kind of played all night and never scored. And then you've got Shankland, who, who does nothing but score, sitting on the bench, and you either want to win the game or you don't. I just didn't understand it from Steve Clark's point of view. And I heard Michael Stewart talking pre-match about the fact that Steve Clark's a guy that does what Steve Clark wants. He will never be swayed by public opinion. And I wonder if that's the sole reason they didn't pick him. It's all right saying he won't be swayed by public opinion, but he's definitely someone that still keeps up with what the media's saying. And I think if something rubs him the wrong way, I think he's very, very subtle in how he gets his way back. And I I, I just, I've always kind of thought that about Clark. It's Sometimes it's just a wee bit like, come on. Just childish. Aye, aye. Nailed it. He's a torn-faced fella, no he doubt, is. but he does a good job at Scotland, so fair <laughs> he enough. Does, he does. Uh, did you enjoy the Celtic loving, Paddy, uh, <laughs> after the game? Chris Ayer, Moyle Yunusi, Ryan Christie, Stuart Armstrong, Greg Taylor, Calmac, all the boys back together? I did, it was a good picture. I would ask this question to you guys. Um, I spoke to 
some of the boys about this. Who would you who would you have back out of all the players that are, are no longer there? Ayer, El Yunusi, Armstrong, Christie. Who would you take back? None of them. I'd have taken El Yunusi. I, oh, no, I, 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 I was thinking the, that last night. Watching I said them. at the time yeah, when, when he was doing the rounds, so he, he was freed of my contract, wasn't he? He left Southampton, he's now at Copenhagen. I'd have taken him all day long. I think I would have taken him as well. Uh, but the rest, I'm... Nah. Yeah. I, I, I found El Yunusi a, a luxury player. He was great when he was on it and he wasn't when he wasn't. I think a good manager. He, he's one of our best players. Yeah. I really do. I wouldn't take the guy Taylor. Uh, around, but that's, that's he's getting McGregor's as well it's a shame a man. different story for yeah. a different day do, do you know what I've seen the podcast when we give him a hard time and stuff like that and then like the Scottish commentators are giving him like, hey leave him alone but it's I know. But he, it's he, this level again though isn't it that's the very point I think it was Alan Morrison mentioned on Twitter last night he just looks out his depth at this level and I don't know like constantly you know say this we, we don't want to be giving anyone a hard time unnecessarily but he does look at his depth and when he's on the ball he's comfortable you know by all accounts he was a midfielder he trained as a kid and all that and we've seen some great stuff from some brilliant through balls at different times in his Celtic career but in terms of the physicality when he comes up against any sort of decent right winger pace and power is just not his thing and, and he does struggle he does and I think like he, he had a difficult one yesterday I think your man uh, Bob which a trem <laughs> tremendous name yeah. uh, I think he's uh, he's tipped for big things and you could see just how technically gifted the guy was um, he just ghosted past Taylor quite a few times and you you, you don't um, hang around the fringes of Man City for no reason and still get into the national team for no reason there's definitely something about him and I wouldn't be surprised if he's the player that starts to you know make more squads for City and starts to get more involved um, I think for Taylor I think I think he's a very honest player and mm. I generally think that he knows himself he's probably at the level that he, he I don't think he'll get any better I don't think he'll, uh, he'll he'll progress us any further and I think he knows that it's maybe just coming to this point of I'm going to be part of a squad rather than be part of the starting 11 I don't mean any offence to the guy I think the job he's done for Celtic over the last three years that he's been used mainly he's, he's, he's done a great job he's got himself to a great level required but we're still getting found out and you think back to some of the big European games that we've had there's there's always a, a fault there's always a fault and it's come back to him my biggest gripe with Greg Taylor I, I, I wish him all the luck and he's played some big games in Europe for Celtic and he's represented his country on a number of occasions now but my biggest gripe James is he seems to have a wee bit of the kind of blame thing going on when when there's mistakes to be made often it's his mistake and he turns around and he throws his hands up and he blames somebody else. He'd done it recently. I think it was a... Done against Scales. He blamed Scales for one that was clearly his fault at the back post. Can't remember what game it was. But it, it, just stuff like that really frustrates me because you are who you are as a player, but you can always be a good teammate. You can always be a better teammate. You can always be very supportive. And, and that goes me a wee bit that that's something he's got in his locker. I think it was against St Martin. I think it was that midweek game against <clears> St Martin. Um, that's a natural psychological thing when you feel you're exposed. You know, you're looking to blame others and take the... The spotlight off yourself. Um, I, I would take Paddy's point though. He's, he's a very honest player. You know, he, he always shows he doesn't hide. You've been listening to the opening section of this week's Celtic Exchange Weekly. If you want to enjoy the show in full every week, as well as our pre and post match podcasts and bonus episodes, then head to theCelticExchange.com/plus to start your free seven day trial. Or even easier, just click the link in the show notes for this episode, and it'll take you right there. If after seven days you then want to keep on your subscription, then we'd be delighted to have you. And if not, then feel free to cancel any time, no questions asked. More podcasts, more reaction, more Celtic, all at the Celtic Exchange Plus. Sports Social Podcast Network.